the hard shoulder with Nissan number one for petrol in Ireland number one for electric Nissan innovation that excites this is News Talk well we're going to round off our uh, show today what we normally cover on a Thursday has moved to Wednesday Uh, we're talking about our travel slot and it's a great pleasure to welcome back Sarah Slattery from the travel expert.ie. Um, and this is going out on Wednesday, isn't it? Yes, yeah, sorry, sorry. It just says it says Thursday here. It's okay, yeah, yeah, that's okay. That's okay, that's okay. Okay. And it's a great pleasure to welcome back Sarah Slattery from the travel expert.ie. Now, don't forget if you have a travel query about information that just likes help with in terms of matter of detail, a hotel uh, uh, accommodation, travel that you're planning, do text us 53106 or email us at the hard shoulder at newstalk.com. Well, you're most welcome, Sarah. What, Thanks, what, what we're going to talk about today is a double up because you recently went to Dubai, was it for three or four nights? Nights, that's right, three nights. To and buy. then on to the Maldives for a week. Yeah, that's Lucky right. Lucky you. So, let's start with Dubai. Uh, are we talking children here? Are we talking family friendly? Yeah, I we went as a family holiday over Easter holidays. And um, I suppose it's a bit of a bucket list trip that the Maldives was, for he always has been. And it was a nice way to combine the two. I didn't really anticipate how much there would be for kids in the Maldives. So I sort of thought, well, Dubai, there's loads for kids in Dubai. So I kind of thought the two together was a good combination. Um, so, yeah, Dubai, I mean, it, it's actually, there's so many flights now from Dublin. I mean, there's, they're twice daily with Emirates, but you can also get there at Etihad, Abu Dhabi. What's the flying time? Five, six it's hours? It's about seven hours. Okay. Yeah, seven, seven and a half hours. And, so and it's an easy it enough. It just has one airport, does it? One... Dubai has an airport, but Abu Dhabi is just up the road as well. It's about an hour. So you can actually go into either. Um, if you are they to. both in the UAE? They are, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. and okay. Let's let's talk about some basics. What language do they speak walking down the street? Uh, to be honest, it's like eighty percent of the population are um, em- emigrants, so it's there, there's very few uh, locals there. But uh, English so isn't English a problem. Is, no, you'll. I mean, there's a lot of Southeast Asians there as well, uh, but you just hear English spoken everywhere. What's the currency? Um, the Dubai. Uh, dirhams, I think it were called dirhams. Yeah, right. Yeah. Is that and an issue? Change in money and no, no issue at all. We we didn't bring any. And, and, and just, just tell me so because I I I know a little bit about Dubai from the fact that the Maidan Racing Centre is there yeah. and Sheikh Mohammed Golfin is a, the biggest uh, owner in the world. Yeah. And he's developed Dubai out of nothing. But like, is it is it like Dublin? Is it a huge population? Is it is it like New York? Is it ten million? I one million? About three What's million? the size of it? Right. I think there's about three million. But and how uh, big an area? are we talking about? It's um, it's smaller than Ireland. I think it's about three quarters of the size of Ireland, but now it could be, it could be stand to be corrected on that. But um, it doesn't feel like, when you're right in the centre, it just, it feels like New York or a big kind of big city like skyscrapers. that. Skyscrapers. Yeah, I mean, it is a bit plastic. It probably wouldn't be now my favourite city in the world, but it does have a lot of advantages insofar as it's like year-round sunshine. It is very accessible. There's loads to do. I mean, when you say they built it, pretty much in, in, since, since the 60s. It was a small desert in the 60s. So everything is new. 
everything is like the best of everything the you know the tallest building the largest indoor park you can ski but, but, indoors, but is there is there everything. is there a cultural issue with the middle east do they ban alcohol and things like that some restaurants so there isn't like a huge amount of bars around you're not going to see but th- there's more and more i was there about 10 years ago and i can see a huge change even since then so like more a, westernized yes a lot of the restaurants have bars now now some don't so you need to check um you know you could book a restaurant and they mightn't serve alcohol so you do need right. to check that and there are a few bars big uh, popular irish bars there and low huge um, how hot would it get in the summer is this yeah, in the desert yeah it's really really hot in the summer now, we were so there go Easter. off season. If you can, um, September to March is probably the best time. Uh, and it is a lovely winter sun destination. I mean, July, August, it can be over 40 degrees. In, and it's a city like, fee- although there is a beach. Is it beside the water? Yeah, there is. Um, there is, is there a lake sea. or is it a no, sea? No, it's, it's a sea there. Okay. And go- the water is beautiful, crystal clear water, is warm, everything, you know. Okay. So. How long would you typically say, you know, to see it all a week, three I'd, days? I'd say probably four or five nights is enough personally. Okay. Now, a lot of people go for longer, but it is very expensive. Um, and it is an ideal sort of a stopover point, uh, I think. Yeah. I think it's a great to do a combination. You know, it's it's a kind of place that, you know, well, personally, you know, after four or five days, I think you've kind of nearly seen it all. Yeah. And it's, it's nice to get out of it. So when you're there, what should you not miss? What are the special treats? Well, the Burj Khalifa is the tallest building in the world. So I suppose you kind of have to see that, you know. Um, it's it's like most of those, you know, things you go into, you go to the top of it and you see the view. And I mean, there's nothing particularly special about it, but at the same time, it's a sh- shame to be there and not do it. But well, what's um, this Emirati breakfast and the Arabian tea house? What would you get there? I, I have to say, that was one of the best things we do, did, purely because it was just so unusual. The thing about a lot of the Dubai flights, and this is a really good tip, is that a lot of them are night flights. You arrive in about nine o'clock in the morning and most hotels aren't ready till two or three o'clock. So you're kind of hanging around your hotel waiting for your room and in the, in the heat it can be a bit of a nightmare. So we did this Emirati breakfast. We got a meet and greet. It's a company called um, Incentive Connections. Any travel agent, uh, we booked everything with the holiday shop, but any travel yeah. agent can do can organise for you. Um, and... Um, they basically picked us up oh, in the airport. What is this breakfast? Like? Is it a full fry? Rashers and sausages no, and black puddings no. or what? There's a few scrambled eggs, all right. The, all we, right. the kids were having those. But it's a big um, Arabic meze. And oh, the food was Sheep's fantastic. And no, there was testicles a lot of, like, of hummus oh, and Lord. nice bread. No, it wasn't like that. Now, I'm sure there probably was. We didn't have them now. But it was just a nice experience. And Dubai is so modern and, as I said, a little bit plastic. So it was a nice to kind of see the old Dubai or the real few Emirates. Speaking of which, around. what's this desert safari? Yeah, we did that as well. That was great. Again, you're kind of getting out of the city. And um, I mean, you, there's you, most of them do the same kind of thing. Uh, we booked it with attraction tickets direct and they pick you up at the airport and they put you on a, um, bring you on the Jeep through like a dune bashing through the desert. And then you go to a Bedouin tent and there's a Bedouin camp and then there's like dancing and barbecue and sunset barbecue and all that. But it's a great experience. There's camels if you want to do that. There's a couple of restaurants you think are destinations, Seoul and Pier 7. Yeah, Pier 7 is the big main dining area there and there's seven restaurants in it. Um, So a lot of, it's down at the marina, which is kind of, a great place to stay around there because you've got the marina one side, you've got the the main beach, the kind of public beach with the walk, loads of restaurants all along that side. So that would be a good location to stay in. Final question, Atlantis um, the Palm and the Aquaventure Water Park for kids. Again, Atlantis is the big... um, it's it's a big the people know even the hotel when they see it it's it's a bit of an icon there it's right on Palm Island you get the monorail out even the whole getting there is a bit of an experience and then there's a great water park and that there too so okay so so um 
all of this is on the travel expert.ie. Yeah. We're really whetting your appetite. Let's mm-hmm. talk about then. You went to um, the Grand Maldives. Yeah. There's about 1,200 islands. Yeah. Which one did you go to or did you hop around? Yeah, we went to the one island. Uh, this was kind of recommended to us um, by the, the, the travel agent. We had the holiday shop. They said it was it's supposed to be one of the best travel agents or best um, hotels for families in the Maldives. So kind of that's why we went there. But actually, it's amazing for no matter who you, if you have couples, families, it doesn't matter. It's an amazing hotel. So what but was the name of it? The Santara Grand uh, Maldives. But every, like there's about, not, out of the 1,200 islands, only about 90 of them are inhabited. But, Every different, each hotel is an island. So you arrive by seaplane and it's... Well, it's like your private island. Oh, right. It's it's incredible. Private beach. Because they tell me it's a great honeymoon spot to go to. Where you're all loved up and, and, you know, all of that. I've forgotten what that's like. Tell me about it. to be honest now, I thought it was going to be all like that as well. And we, like... That's oh. probably why we added on Dubai because I thought it was going to be a bit quiet and yeah. a bit like that, people gazing into each other's yes, eyes. Exactly. It wasn't really. There was a really good atmosphere. A lot of um, everyone just wants the water sports. They were all diving, snorkeling. Um, it was a, loads like it was all that sort of a buzz about what did you see today? What did you do? Um, it's all, everything. The whole island is sand. So everyone's going around in flip flops. There's right. none of this like high shoes and dressing up. And it was actually, So do you have your own villa or is it like a hotel? No, it's, you can kind of have, most of the islands would have uh, like overwater bungalows. You know, those picture perfect things you see on stilts. And then you can have like a beach bungalow. So you usually have a choice. We, we did a bit of both actually just to now, experience I, too. I, I think you're a bit of a drama queen when it came to this whale shark trip. Oh, yeah, yeah. Your life was in danger. <laughs> and then I read at the end of it that they only eat plankton. Yeah, no, it Give me a break. Was a Here was I thinking these big teeth were going to sink into you and your child. And then yeah, it's just they eat plankton. Yeah, that was, uh, no, I don't know. My husband was kind of slagging me saying, did you mix up meters and feet? Like, because, but it was 10 meters. Like, I just didn't, it's just, if that's coming at you in the water, like, it was just so for me now, I, I panicked. So this was snorkeling, was this it? This was snorkeling with whale sharks. Would which, you recommend it? Uh, it was an amazing. Like now, I do. Yeah, I didn't at the time, but yeah. now I would. It was you're amazing a real daredevil now that you're back in Diggs <laughs> exactly. Lane. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great experience, and I had my son with me. Now, God love him, I nearly broke his arm, and when the, when I, when I saw him, but um, they, as I said, they are like gentle giants. They don't actually eat uh, people, but it, they're just so big. So I just got a shock uh, when I saw it, and I, you know. I don't know what I was expecting. So, so what's the best way to access it? If you do, Would you need to get a stopover in somewhere like... You uh, can go straight. Well, you can't fly straight. I mean, you can have a two-hour wait in Dubai yeah. or, or Turkish Airlines fly, Qatar. Uh, Etty had loads of airlines go Again, there. What's the currency? Or In, you know, in the, the Maldives, well, most of the islands are US dollars. They right. don't really, you know. In fact, the, that's the main thing I'll say about the Maldives, whether you go to the Santara Grand or whatever one you choose, make sure you go for all-inclusive because it's expensive um, importing everything. Your so, extras. Yes. So, like, the place we went to, it was dear to get to, but our bill was like $100 at the end of the week. Like, we spent nothing because right. everything was included. Even the excursions, the spa and, treatment, and ter- ter- everything. Tell me this, in terms trip. of doing a tour around the the islands. You went by plane but there's also ferries, is there? Well, yeah, you, you can take a speedboat tra- you fly into to Mali, which is the main airport, and then you get a speedboat transfer or a seaplane. Speedboat is usually cheaper, but it's longer. So, And, the and all the other of sort a- of uh, aqua things that you'd have in fun parks and jet skis and all that, all that they're all there? They're all there, yeah. the sailing boats, there's banana boats for kids. Fishing? There's, yeah, sunset fishing, big, big, huge, big, you know, you can go for 
obviously big fish or you know you can do lots of different types like this okay. uh, the, the water sports were amazing and there was so much included in the all inclusive like the, the boat trips every day you could have a boat, different boat trip every day if you wanted it uh, so that was kind of what you were, you were that's why I meant there was so much to do and it was a bit of a surprise and see now you just wanted to lie on a beach and read well, a book and let the world well. go to hell I mean what about that you would could, that be the place to go or would that no, be a waste I, I'd probably go to one of the quieter islands um, but I mean that one is a, it's, it's called an ultimate all inclusive because Okay. it includes you even have two bottles of wine in your mini bar every day replaced like it's so re- yeah. oh, not <laughs> so, bad. like everything you, you literally spend nothing you know? that's better than Dubai and go to a restaurant yeah, exactly, and then find yeah, there's no yeah, wine yeah. I mean that'd be a shocker alright well look all of those details in relation to the Maldives and in relation to Dubai are do check them out on the travelexpert.ie my thanks to Sarah Slattery of the aforementioned website uh, Reliving uh, obviously a fantastic double header of a holiday that she and her family had. Great to see you again, Sarah. And that's thanks, our lot on today's edition of The Hard Shoulder. My thanks to the production team. Mark Simpson, Ashling Moore, Dan Flanagan, Alex Russo and Roisin Davis. Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy were on sound. I will be back on the box tonight on Virgin Media One with The Tonight Show from 11pm. Off the Ball is next. Have a great evening and thanks for listening. 